Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you this beautiful July morning from the mothership, the Fargo studio. Right here between the cathedral and the railroad tracks, downtown Fargo. Oh, we have a wonderful show uh, planned for you today. Looking forward to it. Lots of great guests. And I just want to take just a moment to uh, ask you just to take a deep breath and just let the Lord know of one thing you're very thankful for. Maybe you're feeling a little anxious today or little nervous about something, or maybe a little uptight or frustrated. Our God knows all that, and He's ready. He's ready to give us the peace and the joy that we, that we long for. Ah, there we go. Doesn't that feel good? Grateful. That's one thing we're grateful for. All right, let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we lift this day up to you. We thank you for all the blessings and gifts that you give us. Lord, the peace and joy that you want to manifest in our hearts. Help us to open our hearts and our minds to that. Turn to you, who gives us the peace that no one else can give, the joy that nothing else can give. We ask a blessing over our guests today. We ask a blessing over our culture, over our nation, Lord, as we move forward now, especially in this time of post-Roe versus Wade, that we would be ever more diligent to love our neighbor, to reach out, to heal wounds, to bind up, to accompany. This is your call to us. And this is what our Blessed Mother did. We ask for her intercession right now as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of love and life, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome again to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser here at the Fargo Studio. We have Mark producing. Mark, good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. That's right. You betcha. You and Brooklyn were on Helping Therese a few weeks ago, I guess maybe a month ago when I was here. And now you're running the thing yourself, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Well, looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Mark. We appreciate yeah. it. All righty. Mark is an intern from Shanley, correct? Correct. I know, I'm making them push these buttons, like my mic's on, my mic's off, you know. (laughs) That's great. Well, thanks again, Mark. Appreciate it. Well, our first guest from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Marilyn Baker, is with us. Marilyn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate being here. You betcha. So, Marilyn, from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, who's getting a new bishop? You may have heard of, by the way, uh, yeah, Bishop Barron. (laughs) (laughs) But they're working with something called Trauma Reboot, and we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But, Marilyn, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born and raised in the Rochester area. Uh, 
attended St. Bridget's Catholic Church, a little town southeast of Rochester, the oldest parish in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Mm. And now I'm at Resurrection Catholic Church here in Rochester. I'm a city dweller now. And um, I've done many ministries. Uh, most recently, a uh, member of the Lumen Christi Prayer Group, to Rochester, an apostolate for health care providers, and um, just in love with the Catholic faith and our Eucharist. That's wonderful. So, Marilyn, you mentioned that uh, healthcare provider. So, is was that your profession, or was it your profession? Or? Yes, I'm a retired RN. Yes. W- wonderful. Well, my wife is a current RN, so that's wonderful. You've mm-hmm. you've probably seen a lot of changes over your time as an RN in the healthcare field, haven't you? Oh my, tremendous! Yes. And I'm guessing one of the things that you've seen a big difference in, Marilyn, is this idea of, of mental health and mental wellness. I'm guessing when you started, I mean, it wasn't nearly as oh, definitely evolved. definitely with the, the COVID uh, catastrophe, people have been so stressed and fearful, um, very difficult ethical, moral decisions having to be made at the bedside in the care of those folks when they're in the hospital. I, yeah, I can only imagine the difficulties. I, and I, I just saw this. You, maybe you experienced it firsthand or have some stories, but I just remember seeing on the television, you know, the idea that these nurses are saying, you know, oh, my goodness, you know, I mean, they're overwhelmed. You know, the, the, everything was overwhelming. And, you know, just trying even just to sit at the bedside and hold someone's hand as they, as they passed on is just, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes looking at some of, these, some of these videos and some of this footage because it was just so tragic what was going on. And, and yet... And yet there are these great, great examples of love, of compassion, of really just giving of ourselves in very heroic ways. And and those were very inspiring as well. So, Marilyn, you guys are working on uh, a a kind of little pilot program there in the Diocese of Winona Rochester. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know what? We may have lost Marilyn, but you know, I am back now. You're back. Uh, it just went dead. Yeah. Wow. So but, I'm glad to be back. Thank well, you. You know, you were lost. Now you're found. You were dead, but now you're alive. You know, so this is all good. <laughs> it's all biblical. It, it, it all works. You know, Luke it 15, right? Is. Yeah, yes. Luke 15. I think is the <laughs> the prodigal son. So anyway, uh, did, did you want to comment at all? I was I was just you know went on about my um, you know just listening and looking at. Uh, the footage, because you're, you're talking about COVID and just the tragedy about, you know, all, all the loneliness and all, all the separation, all the isolation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just remember seeing on the TV, you know, the, the nurses especially, just heroic things, being overwhelmed, but at the same time giving of themselves. You know, some of them working literally 24 hours at a time to, to help people and to, so someone's with someone when they're dying. You know, it, it was just mm-hmm. so, so inspirational uh, to see that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, well, anyway, th- this is wonderful. So let, let's talk a little bit about this, this pilot program that you're heading up in, in Winona, Rochester. Well, um, the question was asked, what are we doing for our parishioners, our people, during this COVID? And Susan Winley Douse found this program, Trauma Reboot, um, developed, um, I believe, around 11 or 12 years ago, has been incredibly successful in a... It's a course. It's not a support group, but it is, of course, giving support, but it really brings people together to take care of that spiritual void that they're experiencing in the aftermath of trauma. And 
you know, the COVID experience has been a traumatic thing. And when Susan called and asked me, would you like to lead this? I was like, you bet. So mm-hmm. here we go. And I asked my friend Kathy Schumann, and I don't know if Kathy's on the line yet. She's also an RN, retired. And so we're working together uh, to prepare for August 24th. And parish, uh, parish bulletins and the courier, our diocesan newspaper, will have all the details in that. And I'm pretty much the one to contact to for anyone interested to learn more about the specifics of the course. It is a 12-week course. We're meeting on Wednesdays. And um, it's just for the Rochester churches at this point. We will expand when um, and if the need continues, and we find this very successful. That's wonderful. We're talking with Marilyn Baker about this a pilot program they're doing in, in the Church of, Churches of Rochester called Trauma Reboot. And again, Kathleen or Kathy, as Marilyn called you, uh, Schumann, if you're listening, and you know, we'd love to have you on too. So, oh, you know, I think Mark will probably try to give you another call here in just a minute and see if we can get you on as well. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just, I'm very interested here, Marilyn. Um, how did you, you, so did this person reach out to you or did you reach out to them first to say, hey, you know, I would like to try this, uh, see what this program's all about? Well, Susan Lindley Doust is a researcher. She um, is a former professor, mm. and she knows how to re- research programs. So she was the one um, I contacted about the need, and she always comes up with something. Like the God, the Holy Spirit directs her to find resources to assist folks. That's great. That's great. When I went to the website, I looked at the little video they had. It really seemed to me to be kind of a unique thing because it seemed like it was uh first of all they talked about maybe veterans and first responders especially but if mm-hmm. i if i remember go, go ahead and talk about that first it was kind of set up in that vein right correct it began began with that and anyone can be participating in this most of us have experienced some kind of trauma um anxiety depression um isolation you mentioned even the the social isolation Even yesterday, I was at the clinic as a patient. We all have to have masks on. You can't tell what the other person is thinking or their facial expressions. We've lost that touch with each other, and that's very stressful. So it can cause severe stress in all of us. It's, you know, encountered families um, not seeing each other because they're fearful of, of getting COVID, et cetera, and it's caused very much relationship issues for people. So so true, Marilyn. Absolutely, you know, and that I mean, it's just it, I I see it everywhere I go, you know, and and I find myself, you know, I mean, I I still I, I play music um, at assisted living and nursing homes as, as part of mm-hmm. what I do, and which was of course very very rewarding in its own right. But the bottom line is that a lot of places I still have to wear a mask when I go in, and you see, you see people mask. I, I do mm-hmm. get to take it off usually mm-hmm. when I'm playing, but you know, it's just you can't see someone's face, you can't see their mouth, you can't see their facial expression. You know, it really mm-hmm. brings to the forefront this interpersonal communication, which also brings me to the idea of. You know, social media, which I, I know is kind of a, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but the idea that we know people that are so focused into their social media, their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, they have very high levels of depression, isolation, because mm-hmm. they're, they're longing for this face-to-face, live, interpersonal connection, aren't they? Yes, yes. Very and, um, you know, the Reboot course really provides 
a safe place for those who have been affected by this and to learn that they're not alone. So I mm. think there's a tremendous loneliness through this whole thing. True. And to know they're not alone, that is key. I'm not the only one experiencing this. And speaking mm-hmm. of not alone, I think we have Kathleen on with us. Kathleen? Yes, I am here. And I heard, uh, I just got done delivering communion to a assistant living um, place in my hometown, Iona. So I very much agree. The mask issue, you know, you can't see facial expressions, uh, especially with the elderly. Sometimes they have a hard time hearing with the masks on. And it has been a very difficult couple of years with this pandemic. Exactly. Now, do you want me to call you Kathleen or Kathy? Because your good friend Marilyn calls you Kathy. Kathy's fine. Nice. Well, Kathy, tell us a little bit about yourself, too. Kathy Schumann is also part of this. Well, um, I retired from being a nurse after 45 years in July of 2020. And so I've been trying to stay very active with other things, um, mainly kind of the elderly in our community. And um, my mother-in-law just passed away this spring. She was 97, and my mother is 92, or 90, yeah, she just turned 93. On July 4th is her birthday. Mm. So she always thought fireworks were for her. Of course, <laughs> as always. Uh, but, yeah, it, I'm, I saw in the last two years with those two relatives that it's, it's been difficult on the elderly, but I've also been hearing from, like, the difficulty uh, at schools for the teachers, difficulty for parents in terms of on again, off again, you know, virtual school, in-person school. Um, you know, it's hard for kids, too. And so it's affected every aspect of our lives. And um, a lot of people are much more affected than others. They're having a hard time, you know, like you said, connecting one-on-one with people. So true. We're talking with Marilyn Baker and now Kathy Schumann as well, two retired nurses, and they've really taken up this mantle of helping people who uh, have experienced trauma in, in many different ways. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about specific ways that this program is working, what they hope for it to do in their diocese, and how you can join if you would like to learn a little bit more about this. Again, it's called Trauma Reboot. Uh, we'll come back again right after this. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we will be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. 
For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser coming at you from the Fargo Studios between the cathedral and the railroad tracks in downtown Fargo. We're talking with Marilyn Baker and Kathy Schumann about a program called Trauma Reboot. In their, They're introducing as a pilot program into the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, so, Marilyn, welcome back. And Kathy, of course, Kathy came a little late, but Kathy, you got it. you've got a good reason. You were bringing an elderly person Communion. So I, I guess that's that that that's a good reason. And of course, we're talking about relationships, right? And being a personal relationship. Well, you were bringing her the most important relationship of all—the big guy himself. You know, Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. So hey, yeah, absolutely. And actually, actually, there were about eight people I brought communion to as the assistant living. So, so. yeah, there's there's a big need for volunteers for that ministry. Also, assisted living in any of the uh, facilities, memory care, um, you know, assistant living, uh, independent um, living, because a lot of people can't, especially the elderly, cannot get out or get to a church service. Right, right. So important, absolutely. So thanks again for, for bringing that great service. You betcha. Well, we're talking about Trauma Reboot. Let's talk a little bit about what it's set up. Just a little bit, I got to look at it. It seems like, even though it was originally set up for vets and, and first responders, really ordinary people, anyone can be a part of this. Isn't that right? Yes. They're expanding it, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, because of this pandemic, they're right. realizing trauma hits people in a lot of different ways. Um you know, losses because of fire, flood, hurricane, um, you know, uh, people losing family when they move across the country. I mean, long-distance relationships because of moves can be difficult for people. Um, so it, I think they're looking at expanding, and we're just starting the pilot program here to see, you know, how much of a need there is. Yeah, that's so true. I'm sure you've seen that, you know, Kathy, and what, what you're doing, of course, in your work in the assisted living home and just and just all around. You've seen that need in just, we're seeing some trauma, as you mentioned, Marilyn, not just in the first responders and vets, but 
we're seeing some of the same things happen in, you know, just day-to-day people. Oh, definitely. You know, you think about the people who've lost a loved one to death during this COVID. They didn't have the funeral. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that support one-on-one from their loved ones and friends. That is severe isolation. And where do you receive that support now? Um, and that can cause many of the anxieties, depression, um, you know, and there's been an increase in suicide. Um, we need to address this and get to these soul wounds. These are wounds of your soul that um, need healing. And, and re- the Reboot program focuses on that. There is a video that you see each time you come to the course. There's a community of a small group of people, 10 to 12 people for the group. Um, and it's all very confidential. We're not going to be sharing any information or any of the group members are you know, it's to be kept right there. Um, but it's to help you see that you're not alone and there's a, a group to help you. And we need to address those very much spiritual needs of folks that maybe didn't go to Mass for a long time or have even struggled to go back to Mass now uh, and be part of their church. So it's time to support and um, help with that healing. You betcha. That's so true, Kathy. You know, there's a couple aspects of this that I would love to have you expand upon, Marilyn and Kathy. My understanding is trauma is, it's a 12-week course, as you mentioned, but it says it's Mm -hmm. faith-based and peer-led. Talk about those two aspects a little bit, faith-based and peer-led. Well, it's faith-based because we look at, like Marilyn said, the spiritual aspect, so the spiritual needs of people, and it's um, also um, very much peer-led because it's based on everybody's um, helping each other, people helping each other. So we need to remember to, um, you know, reach out to um, neighbors, friends, anyone that um, may have experienced some trauma. And, and it's one of those things where, like Marilyn said, it's confidential. It'll, you know, what's said in our group will stay in the group. Um, and it's open to anyone that needs support. So if, if someone is, uh, you know, thinking about, well, you know, maybe that's for me, or, or I know someone that, that might help, how, how do they get more information? At this point, um, it will be my contact, and that information will be in the parish bulletins here in the Rochester churches, as well as in our courier, um, our our diocesan newspaper will have that information too. And they, they need to visit with me and I give them more information about the program, the details of the program, and then we go forward with having them sign up. They need to have a computer because they have to electronically sign up with the Reboot Trauma Program. It's a national program, so they're very well developed in um, this process. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I wanted to say is this is the way it is is spiritually is who is the healer of everything in our life? God, it's the divine healer that will work within our group and and bring healing. You know, I don't think anyone 
goes through the program and is going to think magically all their problems are going to go away. But the program does promise that they'll live a life of joy and purpose despite those issues and symptoms they have, that God will will bring that message of hope to them. I agree with Marilyn. I think, I mean, everybody is broken in some aspect or another. Nobody gets through life kind of unscathed. (laughs) And so we need to realize that, yes, we need to look for that hope and that recovery in, in the Lord and faith. And and realize that um, he's the one that'll never let us down. Now, that's so true, Marilyn and Kathy. You know, I was recently talking with <clears throat> someone whose whose faith was wavering, and they were basically saying, "Well, you know, I mean, you you, you always look so happy. You know, you you have a, it all together." I said, "I have, I have problems and and difficulties and struggles like everyone else, mm-hmm. and my my faith doesn't make those things not happen to me. What mm-hmm. my faith does." As I know who's in control, I know that God is guiding me. I trust Him. I know that these experiences mm-hmm. are fi- for my good, for my growth and holiness and love. And so we look at it in a totally different way. And that's the key. And you've talked about hope. If you don't have a faith, what are you hoping for? I hope something good happens to me. No, wait a minute. Our hope is uh-huh. the surety that God has overcome and will overcome in our lives. And that's the beauty of the faith-based. It doesn't mean that problems don't happen. It means we have a whole other way of looking at them. I love this little phrase. You may have heard it before. It says, um, we don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. Oh, beautiful. That's Mm -hmm. a very good one. Yeah. The other thing I'd say is always let go and let God. Mm -hmm. He has a plan. He knows what he's doing, and he will take care of you. Yeah, that's so true. So many times, you know, I want to be in the driver's seat. I want to be in control. And when I'm not, that's when I, you know, what's going on? It's like you said, trust in God. Mm -hmm. Let go. Yeah, absolutely. What what is, go ahead, Marilyn. Well, and back to the peer-led group, mm-hmm. yes. Kathy and I just happen to be RNs and, and are in this role, but a peer-led group can be anyone. It doesn't have to be a health care provider or a nurse or anything. Um, throughout the nation, you know, most of the people that are leading these types of groups are your, you know, they're not a health care person. They're any, any denomination of employer or job status, it's a person. That's who it is. Is a peer leader is a, a person who finds a calling to do this. Mm-hmm. And saying yes to that call, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully, you know, as a pilot, we may have people that step up and say, hey, this is something I'd like to do within our diocese. And uh, like a wildfire, it'll spread, and we'll have more people involved and able to uh, lead support groups, because I, I think it is very needed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So when is the program going to start then? When, when are you guys beginning it? August 24th. Mm-hmm. It's a Wednesday, and we chose to wait until then. We thought the summertime, you know, people are gone on vacation, mm-hmm. and on Wednesday, it doesn't encounter any holidays, so it wouldn't have a, a break in attendance, but it is for 12 weeks. Each course uh, lasts, each day lasts about two hours, and um, 
we'll have, you know, a little beverage, a little something to eat at the beginning, uh, watch a video, and have a uh, discussion led by Kathy and I. And, um, and that is the fullness of it. There is a program uh, booklet that they will receive, and there are a little bit of homework for them to really say, what did I learn today? How did that affect me? Um, and some follow-up phone calls from Kathy and I um, in midweek after each week that we uh, meet. So it's just uh, communication continuous during those 12 weeks. I love those aspects you just mentioned, Marilyn, because, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just, a, okay, I go to once a week, then people forget about me. No, no. I'm engaged mm-hmm. in it because I'm taking something with me and I'm further enriching myself and immersing myself in it, right? And then, not only that, mm-hmm. Kathy or Marilyn calls me and follows up. This relationship, you mentioned it, this relationship, is, mm-hmm. it's so key, right? Yes. It's an ongoing personal contact and relationship and communication. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So if someone is thinking, how do I, what, what number do I call? What, what website do I go to? What do I do to, to sign up but for this? Well, my understanding, Susan Lindley Douse is um, doing all of the advertising for this. She will have my contact information um, on the diocesan newspaper and in the parish bulletins. And um, I'm hesitant to give my phone number out to the world, but I can. It, it's, um, it's up to it, you, Marilyn. Sure. It's 507-206-7212. Wonderful. That's great. Marilyn, and please leave a message or I'll think you're a telemarketer. <laughs> exactly. Do that. Absolutely. Good Good point. Well, Marilyn and Kathy, mm-hmm. thank you so much for bringing Trauma Reboot. We wish you all the best. And thank you for saying yes and responding to that call. Oh, thank you so very thank much, you Kim. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Up next, people are claiming women will have no longer have health care. Angela Wombeck and Chris Haycraft will respond to that coming up next. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 